Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Here we are again, the Earth having done its job, gravity in place, all working according to laws we are still beginning to understand. It is comforting somehow that these celestial bodies plough on in their ineluctable trajectories, whatever we are up to here on the planet. So here we are again, the Earth having chugged around the Sun another year later. Now, if you look up in the morning, you will see the moon, which is rising around midnight and setting just after midday. It is a waning moon and will disappear as the new moon on the 11th of January, and it will be full on the 25th. This will be the mantis moon in the southern hemisphere. If you're in the northern hemisphere, it's called the wolf moon, but they have different seasons, plants and animals up there. We have the heritage moons, and if you go to cfah.org.za, and I'll put that in the podcast, you will see our list, which makes sense for us down here. So it's the mantis moon on the 25th. But what about our moon? Here's some fun facts. The moon is the Earth's only permanent natural satellite. It's the fifth largest natural satellite in the solar system and the largest amongst planetary satellites relative to the size of the planet that it orbits. There's always these little catches with these science facts, aren't there? Anyway, there was a talk a couple of years ago about there being another moon around the Earth, rather prosaically called 469219 Kamo Oalewa. But this is a quasi-satellite. It's a very small asteroid, about 40 to 100 metres around. It's actually orbiting around the Sun, but has a similar periodicity to Earth, 366 days, so observers are easily fooled. There have been several of these spotted since the early 1900s, some of them orbiting the Earth, but perhaps only for a short time. The Moon is the second densest satellite in the solar system. The densest is Jupiter's satellite Io. The Moon always shows the Earth the same face. So its near side is marked by large plains, these volcanic maria, because they used to think they were seas, that fill the spaces between the bright ancient highlands and the prominent impact craters. The moon's surface is actually dark. Compared to the night sky, it appears very bright, with a reflectance or albedo, there's a good pub quiz word for you, albedo just slightly higher than that of worn asphalt. Earthshine is a lovely thing to see where the sun's light bounces off Earth, reaches the moon and bounces back to our eyes. The part that's not already lit up by the sun because of the phase of the moon may be lit up by the reflection of the sun's light from Earth. So you get this wonderful dark half circle. It's quite spooky. The moon's gravitational influence produces the ocean tides, a few other very large liquid body tides and the slight lengthening of the day. It does not have an influence on smaller bodies of water or, for instance, sap rising in plants. The reason there may be a difference in agricultural practices at the full moon is that the soil can be one degree warmer at this time. The sun and the moon are not the same size, despite the fact that from Earth they look the same size. In fact, the moon is 400 times smaller than the sun and also 400 times closer to the Earth. What a coincidence. Hence, we can have a total eclipse from time to time where the moon fits exactly over the disk of the sun. Ah, here's a good one. The moon's drifting away from the Earth. The moon's is moving at approximately 3.8 centimetres away from our planet every year. So deep into the future, there won't be such a thing as a total eclipse, and I'm guessing our tides won't be so pronounced either. The moon was made when a rock smashed into Earth. That's the most widely accepted explanation, but nobody was around at the time to witness that. And the moon makes the Earth move as well as the tides. So everyone knows that the moon is partly responsible for causing the tides of our oceans and seas on Earth. But the sun also, by the way, has an effect. And the moon has quakes. It has moonquakes. 
They are weaker than the ones we have on Earth and they can last for about half an hour. And our favourite, there is water on the moon. Yes, this is in the form of ice trapped within dust and minerals on and under the surface. It's been detected on areas of the lunar surface that are in permanent shadow and therefore very cold, enabling the ice to survive. And the water on the moon was likely delivered to the surface by comets. Our moon is just one of more than 200 moons in the solar system that we've identified so far. Lots of exploration to do. Right, so for now, this is Ketchel Kirk and wishing us a wonderful year and clear skies.